Alright. Welcome to the inaugural podcast of Too Many Men. I'm Tony Pickenich. Alongside me here is John Gallietta. And his name is Tyler, but we're going to call him Trish. Everyone else gets a last name but me. At least you had a nickname. You want one, John? Uh, I mean, if you're like handing them out, are they free? I hate John so much. <laughs> well, we want to first off by thanking everyone for tuning in. And we also want to first off say that it is very difficult to find the name for a podcast. Damn near impossible. Yeah, it's like everyone's taken, isn't it? Too Many Men was our like 35th choice. Yeah. It really was. It's not even an exaggeration. We tried literally every sports term in the book, and here we are with too many men. I'll be honest, I fought against it, but you know, it's whatever. John tried to be difficult. John's a freaking idiot. I'll but, be honest with you. But here we are. What strides we have made. Indeed. We made it. We did make it. We're finally here. And now that we are here, so Tony... What do you want to talk about today? Well, the date is November 27th, 2018. Week 12 of the NFL season has concluded. And I know, speaking as a Giants fan, it was very disappointing. What a week it was. As a Jets fan, I can second that well, The whole season's been disappointing for you. The last 80 seasons for you, you have been You really want to talk right now, you Giants fan? <laughs> I can sum up the whole Jets week in one play. It was when it looked like there was a little bit of hope against a very, very good Patriots team that they don't get enough credit for in this mm-hmm. league with Patrick Mahomes tearing it up. It was a close game up until Josh McCown dropped back and under duress threw the ball basically straight up in the air and it came down at about the Jets' one-yard line and it was intercepted. <laughs> And it was then you knew, ah, this team was just teasing me the whole damn game. Now listen, Tony, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I actually was at this game, the Jets I, I game. Know you I was were. at MetLife Stadium. I saw your Snapchat story, yes. Well, I'm glad you did because if you knew that I was there, you would realize that as a Jets fan, I'm used to the crushing Man, disappointment. And that's all the time we have for John. Thank you, John. <laughs> Trish, I was not done. Well, <laughs> well, everything's crushing about being a Jets fan. That that is true. Everything. Anyway, everybody knows but, that. Uh, we're going to start off our first episode here by taking a look at week 12 in the NFL. Let's do it. And uh, we're going to start off with John. All Is right. there any game here that really surprised you about last week? My Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield his, tearing it up. His Cleveland Browns. Your Cleveland just Browns, John. He was a Jets fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's Staten Island John for you over there. Now, oh, listen. see, look, now you got a nickname. And guess that... what? It was free, like you wanted it to be before. Well, no, actually, he slipped me a 50 when no one was looking. Wow, he's that desperate, huh? <laughs> well, Trish, since... So you... tell me about your Browns. The Cleveland your Browns. Your Browns. <laughs> well, re- really, when you look at this game, it was Baker Mayfield's revenge against Hugh Jackson for, you know, kind in his words, becoming a traitor and joining Cincinnati Bengals. Now, if you watch this game, did you watch this game, Tony? Yes, I saw bits and pieces of it. No. But trust me, my attention really wasn't tuned into Browns Bengals. Then Three may I ask what points. game you were paying attention to? The game that I was paying attention to? Yeah. Well, I was paying attention mostly to the Giants game. We don't have to go there yet. <laughs> that's true, that's true. So no. tell me tell me about this Browns game that really intrigued you. 
Because well, I had money on the Browns. Now, the reason it was so interesting to me was in my fantasy team, I have Deshaun Watson as my starting quarterback, and I have Mayfield on my bench. Now, going into this week, I had Mayfield. I was eyeing him on this matchup against the Bengals because Hugh Jackson and Mayfield, everyone knows all about the reported beef between the two. And so going into it, I was like, okay, the Browns kind of have something to prove against their former head John, coach. John, I'm just going to stop you real quick. Did you watch this game? Did I watch this game? Yes. No, I was at the Jets so, game. So but... wait a minute. How was this your game that you focused on for the weekend if you didn't even watch this game? It wasn't the one I focused on, but well, I don't That's want... what I asked you. That's the question I literally asked you. What was the game you focused on? And you picked Browns-Bengals. Listen. 35-20. to 20. Let's be honest. The Browns me. defeat the Bengals. In Cincinnati, I, I just I want to I want to bring up something up really quick, John and Tony. It's completely okay. off topic, but two teams that Tony bet on this weekend: Steelers and the Packers. Oh, we're gonna get there in a second. I have my rant. Have you seen worry. Have you seen the scores of both games yes. are identical? Twenty four seventeen on the yes. team that Tony did not bet on. Well, I that took the, I took the points with the Steelers, but it still wasn't enough because they were only. They were losing three and a half. Mm-hmm. It was a rough it was game. Worse. It was a real rough game. Tell me about it. I couldn't even get a push. Nope. Instead, Ben Roethlisberger on the two-yard line with 15 seconds left in the fourth quarter throws Throws a pick, pick to a defensive line. Beautiful pick, too. It was fantastic. We'll get there. So tell me more about this Browns game, John. Well, if you paid attention to the game. Now, I was at the Jets-Patriots game, like I said. Uh-huh. But let's be honest, like most people in the stadium, I tuned out by halftime for that. So the entire second half. John, what was the score at halftime? It was only a 14-point game. But if you watch the game every time, every single drive on offense, the Patriots were just marching down that field. Absolutely. You say 14 points, like that's not a lot in football. Well, given the skill of the two teams, it's really not that much. Skill it's, only, it's only two possessions. Of the Jets. Versus the Patriots. I mean, like, Versus straight, their rival. The Patriots. Like this, let's go look at the Tennessee game down here. That's that's a three possession game, and mm-hmm. I think Tennessee is Tennessee beat the Patriots. Tennessee was a playoff team last year, so it's kind okay. of surprising. Yeah, but so was Buffalo. So hey, okay. hey, what are you trying to say about Buffalo? They're huh? not what? that good. Hey, they're breaking tables. All right, they blew out the Jets. They did blow out the Jets behind Matt Barkley. Breaking tables would have been a good name. Shut up. <laughs> is it so my Tony. turn yet? No. Or is he going to still we're babble still, about the Browns? We're still watching John babble about the Browns here. <laughs> now, if you watch, the Browns came out with this energy in the first half, at least, where they want, they had something to prove. I believe the score at halftime was something crazy, like 28-0. Now, in the second half, they I'm did. I'm going to fact check that. Go ahead. Why, why check fact it. check it? <laughs> but if you watch the second half, you notice that the momentum, they pretty much just took their foot off the gas. The Bengals had, I believe... Three scores, uh, three touchdowns in that half, and like this final score was like thirty-five. Am I wrong? Wait, what was the final score? Thirty-five twenty. Is thirty-five right twenty. There. So, I mean, they didn't come all the way back, but the, it was score, still... the score at the half was twenty-eight to seven. John's not paying attention to anything. John has no idea what's going on. <laughs> Staten Island John stays on the island, doesn't leave ever. Just. Barely pays attention. What's your final take on this Browns game? Do you think the Browns have turned a corner and they can make a push for a playoff spot? Give me a hot take about the Browns, John. I'm gonna say the Browns. I mean, at least compared to some of the other people in the race, their schedule 
versus like a team like the Colts, they have the advantage. So they could, if they went out feasibly, they could make the playoffs. I'm saying it right here on Too Many Men, the first episode. You know the you know the Colts currently don't hold a playoff spot, right? I'm I'm telling I'm saying the playoff race, the wild card position is like real tight right now. I don't know if, I don't know if you've seen the records. If you want to like, I have direct your attention to the standings. I have I have seen the records, and if you yeah. look at the little section that says in the hunt down there, Cincinnati's ahead of them. But if you scroll down, they have the same record. All those teams have the same exact record. This is... And the Browns pay the, play the Bengals again. Well, the Browns are going to fall off the pace here, especially with Andy Dalton being out for the season. But the Browns, at 4-6-1, and one, I believe, do not have a fighting chance of making the playoffs this year. You never know. The Broncos and Titans, you really think they, they're they not going to, like, collapse? The Broncos? I don't think the Broncos really have that much of a chance either. I think it's a – well, I think it's going to be Indianapolis. I don't see the Ravens staying at the pace that they're currently no, in I, with Lamar Jackson. No, they're going to be good, but I think the Colts are better. and The Colts will pass them in the last four weeks here. I mean, that's up to you if you think the Colts' well, offensive I, I, line could keep at it. But I, okay, anyway, right. John, Tony, thank you for your... You had something to say about the Giants-Eagles game, well, I'm gonna go. To, I'm going to go to Trish now. Yeah, uh, Trish, my turn. What do you have to say, Trish? Trish? what do you have to say oh, to about? sweet deal. I'm going to talk 12. about a couple games that I've noticed on this board. I'm going to be honest right now. Didn't watch that much football this weekend. Didn't think you did. Watched hmm. about three games. What games, I saw what games did you watch? What games parts did you of the watch? Steelers game. Mm-hmm. That was here. Saw parts wasn't of it? the Packers game. By, wait, well, wait a minute. By parts of the Steelers game, you saw like the last four minutes. Yeah, with house. with Tony, Tony the Tech guy over there. Uh, yeah, we were with him. Uh, I was with him watching the Packers game, and I saw a little bit of. Uh, can you go back? Oh, thank you. Uh, I saw a bit of the. Where is it? The 49ers game. Where Which where was... did you see any of the 49ers game? I don't think why, Red Zone even showed it. May I ask why you were watching don't the 49ers play the Buccaneers of all teams? Well, I love Fitzmagic, and anytime I think he's going to get in the game, I'm interested. He did not get in the game. He, he did, did not, not get in the game, but I thought he might, so I turned it on for a minute, and he wasn't in it, so I shut it off. By, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what he means by watching the game, <laughs> he flipped on the channel. Saw the quarterback was not number fourteen in white. That may be true. Or in red, and flipped right back to whatever he was watching before. I cannot confirm nor deny that that is true. That's definitely what happened. Uh, but I want to just say that 49ers game was a blowout. They lost by a lot, twenty-seven to nine. Not a good effort by the 49ers. Uh, they've been shit pretty much since uh, Kavanaugh. Not Kavanaugh. Kaepernick. Sorry, that's my bad. <laughs> Kavanaugh is a judge. Uh, that's a different story. <laughs> Ever since Kaepernick left. Hot take. Should the Giants sign Kaepernick? What do we like? <laughs> no one wants Kaepernick. He's a horrible person. He knelt for the uh, <laughs> for the anthem. And yeah, that's my opinion on it. I don't care. <laughs> do you have anything else to say about the game? Yes, I have so much more to say. Why? I what? thought the Steelers game was super disappointing because my great-grandfather is a giant Steelers fan. Uh, and he was probably, uh, you know, at home having a heart attack because they were losing. Uh, and I also want to say that I thought the Packers game was a huge letdown. Aaron Rodgers comes out in the first quarter and looks f- absolutely phenomenal. 
Mm-hmm. Like nothing can stop him. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, he just starts just bombed for no yeah. reason. That's coaching. Come on there. It is coaching. Mike McCarthy's a terrible coach. Come on, Mike McCarthy, everyone. The Spread the word. Is that, is that all you have to say? No, I want to say more because okay. John had a really long time to babble about a whole bunch of nothing, so no, it's my turn. a whole turn. bunch of nothing. It was one game. He couldn't get the words out because he didn't even watch the damn game. I understand I, that. I you know what I'm going to talk about? Did a game I didn't watch. Game? I'm going to talk about, I don't know, the Bills game because I don't know anything about it. 24-21, pretty close game. I'm going to say the Bills won it in the last couple seconds of the game. Would I be Bills right? had a 10-point lead going into the, like, 10 minutes left of the fourth quarter. Damn. They let up a lot the of Jaguars points. Jaguars then there. walked down the field, scored a touchdown, which made it a three-point game, and the Bills were able to close it out. Nah, that's that ex-Giants uh, head coach for you. So does that mean you watch He's the He's the Jags? president of football operations. He's not even the head coach of the Jags. That's not what we're talking about. I'm saying he... John, what did you just ask me? <laughs> does that mean you watch the Jags build? Bill I had game? NFL you know red zone on, man. And I had very, very high betting interest in this game as I bet the under, which was 36.5 points that didn't materialize. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's a good segue. I thought it was real promising when it was 17-14 to I, start the fourth quarter. I would have bet the over, hmm. to be honest. Myself. I wouldn't have. And I didn't because because the Jaguars were 30th in the league in points scored, and the uh, the Bills were 28th. Can we just talk about the text that just popped up on the screen? Tony, did you pay your tuition for this semester? I have not done it yet. Oh, the screen's gone dark. (laughs) That is a problem. It's a huge problem, actually. It's not that big of a deal. I can just guess. Guess what? There's the nothing scores. to guess. Okay. Well, I I want I want to talk about. I want to guess. Can yeah. I guess? I, I feel wanna... like what Tony was saying before it makes a good segue for the sports bets you were mentioning before, Trish. Can I just talk about the damn Giants? <laughs> no, you may not. No one cares about your pick on the Giants. My Giants pick. lost in the last I couple bet seconds on the Giants. Sucked. Yeah, I figured you would. Everyone I was upset. I had money on the New York Giants winning outright. Didn't happen. Who would have thought? If you looked at that team in the first half of that game, they looked like a Super Bowl contender. They were running all over the Philadelphia Eagles. Saquon Barkley had over 100. You and I both know who's running all over the field. It's only Saquon. Mm -hmm. No one else has helped. Just Saquon. And Saquon Barkley just absolutely disappeared from the New York Giants game plan in the second half. Yep. They did not give the ball to him. They were not throwing the ball to him out in the flat. I want to blame this loss on play calling because I don't know how how somebody has that dominant of a first half. Then you just you just don't even look at him. I'm gonna make a guess here. Eli Manning just decided, you know what? This kid's getting too much attention. I want to throw the ball a little more, and that you know he was throwing it enough already. Whenever you feel like that, it's downhill from there. So you think Eli's the problem? Uh, no, I didn't say that. I said Eli was the problem in that game. I think Eli should retire after this season, and that's also a hot pick. Eli is going to either retire after this season or play another four seasons and just drag his you career You literally can't be on more opposite ends of the spectrum the, than that statement right there. Into the ashes of his <laughs> career. He's going to make the Giants pay him more money. You and then it. he will retire. You heard it here first. The Giants are offering Eli Manning the max. 
That wouldn't surprise me. Could you imagine? Like, I, I, was, I was saying it. What if the Giants somehow went on this miracle run and made the playoffs? It would literally be the worst thing of all time for the Giants' cap hit because they would literally throw money at him because of it. Listen, if the Giants make the playoffs, they're winning the Super Bowl. Listen, I just want to I'm, say that I'm right 100% now. I'm 100% serious that, like, if the Giants, before this game, if they were to win out, I would have bet money on Eli carrying that team to a Super Bowl if they made it to that playoffs. I'm going to tell you right playoffs. now, they still can if they make it to the playoffs. Okay, but you have to admit that Dak losing Prescott this game would have to do kind of... what happened to Alex Smith. He'd need to snap his leg. So would Carson Wentz. If the Giants... Planes would have to crash. Make it into the playoffs. They are going to win the Super Bowl. Literally, and that is a guarantee. That, okay, that's one of Trisha's... Okay. That's Trisha's first guarantee of the show. That if guarantee the, That if... The three and the currently three and eight New York Giants win out, go eight and eight, and somehow that's enough for a playoff spot. I'm guessing they win the division at eight and eight. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I don't know about win the division at eight and eight. I'm gonna say just make the playoffs. So either a wild card or winning the division outright at eight and eight. The eight and eight New York Giants will then. Well, let's say it's a wild card. They will go to Chicago, beat Chicago. They will go to L.A., beat L.A., and then they will go to the Superdome. And beat the leading MVP candidate, Drew Brees, and the New Orleans Saints at home. And then, to top it all off, they will fly down to Atlanta, take on the high-flying Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, and then just whoop them. Patrick Mahu? No, hold up one second. (laughs) I just wanted to get on. I know you didn't just say the Chiefs are guaranteed a spot in the Super Bowl this year. Well, unless it's Andy Reid be it Andy Reid again and they just can't win the AFC Championship game? I believe the Chiefs making a playoff run when I see them make a playoff run, okay? Well, do you, Have do you, you seen Patrick Mahomes at any point in this season? Yeah, do you believe I watched there's him a team choke away a- that game versus the Rams oh, at the yeah, end. Wait a minute. Do you believe there's a team in the AFC that could beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium in January? I'm just saying the, Pat- the Pats did beat them already once. I I won't doubt Brady until I like see it. I think Brady's gonna get injured this season. Or I don't know. Look at the Texans. Deshaun Watson has shown that whenever he's on prime time, he's got that ability to turn it up a notch. Oh, they turn it up a notch would have been a good name too. <laughs> That's also true. Write that down. <laughs> the piece of paper in front of me is currently blank. Because I couldn't find a writing utensil. <laughs> you needed a pen. I have a bunch in my car. Well, that doesn't help me right now. Well, yeah, you should have thought right, of that I before have, we started I this. have no more comments on week 12 other than the Raiders are still terrible. The Cardinals are still, t- still terrible. The I mean, Giants masked being terrible for two weeks, but now are back to being terrible. The Rams are hot, though. The Packers somehow are terrible, and I think it's all because of Mike McCarthy. I believe that, too. And the Titans, at 5-6, and six, are still firmly in the mix for a playoff position, although they are terrible. Somehow they're there. Well, listen, Tony, wait, wait, wait. Before you get all hasty here, what about these bets that Trish was mentioning before? What bets? I bet on... The Packers to win, and I bet on the Steelers giving three and a half to Denver. Didn't hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bet on the under of the Jags game. Basically, he bet on all the things that, that lost. Win. Well, some bets hit. I bet on the Browns to win. I bet on the Ravens to win. There's another one on there, too. I forget who. Oh, and the Chargers. I'm going to be giving everybody uh, betting tips at the end of this podcast. 
So stay tuned for that. Well, we take we take week 12 of the NFL season into the current playoff picture. And here's what it is coming into week 13. Uh, atop the AFC, we have the Chiefs at 9-2 and two with an, uh, occupying the number one seed and the Patriots at 8-3 and three occupying the number two seed. Uh, leading their respected divisions are the Pittsburgh Steelers at 7-3-1 and one, and the Houston Texans at 8-3. and three. The two wildcard spots in the AFC are the Chargers at 8-3, and three, which if the season ended today, they would have to actually play a Pittsburgh team with a worse record than them in Pittsburgh. And the Ravens with the sixth seed at 6-5. Six and five. And in the NFC, the first seed is the New Orleans Saints at 10-1. Rams second seed at ten and one, the Bears are the third seed at eight and three, and the Cowboys are the fourth seed at six and five. And the two wild card spots are the Vikings at six four and one, and the Redskins at six and five. Now, John, I will ask you, pick one team from each conference here mm-hmm. currently in a playoff spot that you do not see in the playoffs come week seventeen. I mean, the obvious choice for looking right at it is the Baltimore Ravens. I just believe that Joe Flacco, I mean, he's proven time and time again that he's not elite. On top of that, he's, he's injured. He's injured. Okay. And so you have a rookie quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Who is 2-0. and Who is 2-0, and but, I mean, he seems more concerned with, you know, rushing the ball than actually passing it. So, really, I don't see him going any farther in the playoffs, if he even makes it to the playoffs at that point. Well, okay, let's say the Ravens are out. Who do you put in? Uh... First, like first look, I would say uh, you have to say the Colts. They're hot, man. They're Andrew Luck looks back to form and yeah, he's impressive this season. They honestly. said he's a dark horse candidate for the MVP, but I don't see Drew that. Brees gonna win. It's it's Drew Brees. What like, about the NFC? First. You got a team in the NFC that looks like it might not be there. Uh, I mean, you can look at the Redskins. I think. I mean. Cole McCoy is a serviceable backup quarterback, no matter how you look at it. But, I mean, replacing Alex Smith, you got to wonder if Colt McCoy can keep up the same production that he is still at without Wild Well, if they can get a him. running game, then he really won't have to. It's not like Alex Smith was setting the world on fire. I know. You no, know, constantly under 200 yards passing a game, which isn't much to ask from Colt McCoy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, I mean, when you also look at teams that are also in the hunt in the NFC, like the Seahawks and the Panthers, do you really see the Redskins maintaining their, like, like the, how did they do this week? I actually didn't pay attention. The Redskins? Yeah, the Redskins. They lost to Dallas. They lost to Dallas. So, I mean, then, again, like, so their record, I think they're tied with the Seahawks and the Panthers for record. They are. It goes down to the tie. I forget what the tiebreaker is. I believe it's division I mean, record. Trish, what do you think on that? Uh, well, right now I was gonna go through my whole list of people I don't think are gonna make the playoffs. All right. Well, who do you think isn't yeah. going to make the playoffs? Right, Wait, well, John. If you take the Redskins out, who are you putting in the playoffs? Yeah, I'd say Seahawks right now. Yeah. All right, Trish. Well, in the AFC, I'm gonna take the Chargers out of there. They're eight and three. three. I know what they are. Who are you putting in there? I you understand they're one Chiefs loss away from being number one yeah, exactly. in the conference. So you're taking out the Chargers. Yep. For some reason. Because I, I just don't think the Chargers have it in them. They're See, not going to do well. Even if they make the playoffs, they're not going to do anything. Philip okay. Rivers is an MVP I, I candidate. I don't, I don't understand what you have Philip happening Rivers to the Chargers. Is... They would have to, if they lost out, 
they still have a damn good chance of making the playoffs just, at eight and eight. It's just cliche. Chargers hate. Everyone know. hates Chargers because I, just, I don't LA. think the Chargers are good enough. I'm just going to tell you right now. Okay, if you fan. take the Chargers out, who are you putting in? <laughs> yeah, that's my question too. He's probably going to put in like Miami or something. <laughs> I swear, if you say I Miami, not, I would not. Put if Tannehill was playing, I would like Miami a little better, but I don't. Tannehill sucks anyway. Tannehill came back last week, I think, but. <laughs> Wait, he I thought Osweiler was still starting. Who knows? Oh my but God, Tannehill's Brock gonna get hurt Osweiler, again. what a guy! All right, so you're taking. The I'm gonna put the Colts in there. You're putting the Colts in. So oh, you, yeah. are you leaving the Ravens in? You're you're leaving the Ravens in. I'm leaving the Ravens right where they are. Really? Really? Yeah, Joe Flacco, baby. I know he's, he's injured, injured right now. now, but he's a good guy. Okay. What about okay. the NFC? All right. If we look over there, I honestly think the Redskins have no business being yeah, there. They they don't with a backup quarterback. They they're horrible. They're just awful. Mm-hmm. I think the Redskins are going to fall way down that list. And uh, I honestly think any of the top four teams in the hunt have a good chance of making it in. What, in each? Uh, in the NFC. In the so NFC. the Seahawks, so the Panthers, the, the Eagles, Packers. The Packers would have to win out and get some help. I think. And the Packers do have to play Chicago. I think Aaron Rodgers is, is just trying to find himself right I now. I think the play calling is too much for him to overcome mm-hmm. to – Make any kind of noise in the NFC. Well, we'll here's see. what here's what I think. I think in the NFC, well, you look at the NFC East. There is three teams that that division spot can go to. That could be anywhere between Dallas, Philly, and Washington. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be Washington because I think Alex Smith getting hurt is a little too much to overcome. Because Colt McCoy proved before he could throw the ball but I, I don't think but Dallas is just too hot right now mm-hmm. and the Eagles in the second half of that Eagle Giants game looked like they were coming back so I would put the Eagles in I would take the Cowboys out I would take the Vikings out and put in the Seahawks and I would take the Redskins out and put in the Panthers see I find that really interesting you take the Cowboys out for the Eagles yes now why would you say that though because I mean I see like what you're saying about you know in the second half of that Giants game the Eagles d- did definitely show some life for like that they've been desperately lacking all season but i feel other than that they're still like too injured i don't see them being able to put it together for an entire season like i this. i don't i don't trust uh deck i don't trust deck and i definitely don't trust amari cooper as another one as a number one wide receiver in this really league. no i think and I, don't... I believe golden tate once they start integrating more into the offense for philly mm-hmm. who's gonna cover him because you got your hands full of alshon jeffrey on the, on the right side anyway yeah, but can their defense stop the bleeding? I mean, you saw how, like, their secondary is, like, beat up the heck at this point. I think they could stop it enough. I, I don't know what their schedule – I'm going to look up their schedule here for the rest of the season. Mm. I believe they play Dallas. I don't As think in, looks in week 17. Schedule. I did. So, okay. They have four divisional games here toward the so end of the season. This is a tough one. They got two nice. against Washington, which I believe they will win. I think the Eagles will go three and two here to finish the season. I don't think they can beat the Rams, and I don't think they can beat the Texans, but they will beat the Redskins twice, and they will beat the Cowboys, and that should be enough considering what the Cowboys schedule is. Yeah, what is? I actually am not aware of the Cowboys schedule. They got the Saints, the Eagles, the Colts, the Bucks, which is a tough game because you never know if the Bucks are going to show up or That's not. That's true. The Bucks. And they're going to lose Week 17 against the Giants in what will be Eli Manning's farewell game. There's no way they lose that game. No way. There's a lot of balls in that statement over there, Tony. So I have the Cowboys 
at the end of the season going one and four, and that's a very tentative one and four because the Bucks could show up. I I honestly don't think the Cowboys are going to win in a game. I think Fitzmagic's going to play because something horrible is Trish, about to Trish offering up one more Fitzmagic sighting here. <laughs> the return the end of, the season. of Fitzmagic. You heard it here first, everyone. And, I mean, do we even need to look up Washington's schedule at this point? I I don't think. Does anyone have any faith in Washington? Say I. Exactly. Yeah. No. I think they got to play the Jags. Uh, I mean, that's I, they're I basically the, the same team at this point with no quarterback. The Titans are still firmly in the mix, so they could beat Washington. Like, okay, so are the Titans really in the mix? Are they really? No, but they're good for an eight and eight season as they always are. Yeah. Giants are gonna win every game. Still wouldn't be enough. <laughs> I know it's not gonna be actually enough. if they won every game and giving the scenario I just gave, we would all be tied at eight and eight. That would be, but the, but the Eagles time. would have the tiebreaker. Yeah, because of the divisional. Yeah, and head-to-head matchup against yeah. the Giants and the Cowboys. <laughs> so wait, and in the AFC, I think it's pretty much set. Uh, the Chargers do have a chance to win the AFC West, and if they do win the AFC West, that means New England's gonna have the number one seed in the AFC again. But you could flip-flop the Chargers and Chiefs. Because I believe they still have two matchups left this season. Yeah, they do. And then take the Ravens out and put the Colts in. I don't, I don't, have, I don't have faith in the Ravens whatsoever. Yeah, so think... we're all in agreement that the Colts are going to make the playoffs. Yep. Year. Essentially, I think. Yeah. Yep. All right, good. All right. And he wants a hell of a guy. I think that about covers it for the playoff picture for now, don't Yeah, you? I think it does. You got a Week 12 Super Bowl prediction there, John? Um. Yeah, well, I, I don't think there's any way that the Saints don't make in at this rate, right? Who's beating them at home? The Rams. Really? You think so? Uh, no. I feel like they pretty much confidently showed them up on a... They did. What was that, they week did. 10? That was a tough week game. Nine. That was... So you got Saints versus who? Now, I don't want to say Chiefs until I, like... I won't say Chiefs until I see it, because I need to see them not choke for once. I trust Mahomes, but after watching that Rams game, I know you saw, everyone saw that here, and watching how, like, he kind of got scared and tried to play hero ball at the other time. It's like he was playing college ball still. He was just making, you know, rookie mistakes. And, you know, playing against, you know, a veteran and, you know, the GOAT, like Brady, he might, you know, try and take advantage of those mistakes. So we'll have to wait and see. So who is your AFC participant in the Super Bowl? I don't want to – I don't want to count out the Patriots, so I'm going to say the Patriots. So you got Saints-Patriots. Patriots probably win that game with the way the fucking Patriots play. Trish? Well, if the Giants make the playoffs, they're going to go to the Super Bowl and they're going to Giants have to play the 8 and 3 Bears. I understand. That's true. Okay. This week. If the Giants go to the Super Bowl, they're going to win. Right. Now, that being said, most likely, I think it's the Saints going to win the playoffs here. Yep. I think they're going to make it in, and uh, I think you're counting out Mahomes a little too early. I think the Chiefs are going to do it because I think Mahomes is playing like a quarterback much more experienced than he is. Muched. <laughs> All right, listen. I, I just fumbled the words there. Shut up. I think he's playing on a level that uh, we haven't seen a rookie play at in a very long time, and I think it's uh, refreshing to see a quarterback come in and do – what he's done. I mean, yeah, but when you consider the weapons around him, you got Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, uh, what's his name, Watkins, 
uh, Kelsey. You know, it's like it's not exactly like he has a lack of targets. John, like if you gave uh, Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield the same targets, John, you don't think they could do the same John, thing? John, the last time quarterbacks put up numbers like he's putting up, they were names like Brady and Manning, and not the bad Manning. <laughs> that bad Manning has. Do you mean Archie Manning or Eli? Uh, you could go either one, bro. Well, Archie Manning doesn't have a Super Bowl. Eli has two. I understand Eli, Eli has Eli. two, but he can't touch his brother, and you know that. Peyton Manning is the best Manning, and that is a fact. Yeah, he is. Just That's what I'm saying. Eli Manning has the better Super Bowl record. Uh, does he? Yeah. Eli's they both two. have two. Yeah, Peyton's two and two. All right. Eli's two and oh. All right, all right. Yeah, man. All right. Well, I think the Saints will be in... From the NFC, and of course you can't sleep on the Rams, them being 10-1, but you also can't sleep on the Bears because their defense scores points. Khalil Mack. And there's not many defenses in this league that score points. But I have the Saints going to the Super Bowl. And in the AFC, we're all forgetting one team, Houston. They are a Houston win and a New England loss away from having a first-round bye. And a Houston win... And the Chiefs lost away for being tied for first place in the AFC. Yeah, but it's Houston. Deshaun Watson is playing out of his mind. Yeah, it's yeah. Houston. And they also have a better defense than the Chiefs and Patriots combined. It's Houston. I'm putting my money on J.J. Watt. Wow! I just want, Big I just, words! I just want to say why it's Houston, Trish. Why do you say that? Because they're usually 8-8 eight eight going I to the playoffs. I love Houston. Don't playoff, get me wrong. They're that playoff game you don't want to see on ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> I love J.J. Watt. Yeah. Love him to death. But that team has not been able to do shit in the playoffs for a very long time. Well, they've only been around 10 years, not 15 years. I understand how long they've been around. I'm just saying. They can't do anything in the playoffs. They get to the playoffs, and it's just like something happens to the whole team except for J.J. Watt. Everyone shits the bed, and it's just... It's just well, we got to remember the last the last few playoff appearances for the Houston. Who was leading them up and down the field? TJ Yates, Tom yeah. Savage, Brian Hoyer. Come I mean, on, you're naming people. I think you want don't know any. You want to talk? Exactly. That's the point. You want to you want to talk about a young quarterback playing like an experienced vet? You have to look no farther than Watson. When you see that, that like I think this is his 18th career game, the one uh, yesterday against the. the Has Titans. it been that many? I thought it was it's less than that. Like 18 career games because he started. When did how many games did he play last year before I, I getting injured? Know. I don't because I have he no didn't idea. start the season as the starting quarterback. But you want you want to you want a crash course on Tom Savage real quick? He's got a cool name, so He's, sure. Well, he played at Rutgers. Right. And I was at his first career collegiate football game. Wow! Look at you. They got smacked by Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> also, every time a quarterback gets hurt. Yep. It's like Tom Savage is already there somehow. Oh, like God. he's already at the location. He's chilling in the waiting room. He's currently got signed by Cincinnati after Andy Dalton got hurt. Oh, my God. He was signed like that. That happens. <laughs> you think he's just, right. like, camping outside the ER, like, waiting for quarterbacks to come in on a I think he's constantly on an airplane just flying around waiting to land somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he's just so like he's... a private jet flying around. A quarterback went down in Dallas. Go. <laughs> so what you're saying is he's like um, Post Malone. Right, Flying yeah, just around circling the airport with, with the wheel broken so he can't land. And he's coming down, and he's like, oh, right. no, I don't have a wheel. You heard it here first. I'm going to die. Oh, God. Tom Savage. Tom Savage here, the Post Malone of the NFL. There right. you go. All right. All right. But so, but somehow Tom Savage 
is an NFL quarterback. Again. Yeah. Right. Time to. Colin Kaepernick isn't. We've talked about Kaepernick and why he does not deserve to be a NFL yeah, quarterback. Yeah, but, but it's just confusing when you have some teams so bad. It's like, ah, we might as well try. No, listen. Kaepernick's, like, was terrible. We all forget. That, that, we, let him, we let him distract us from his bad play by his kneeling. If you look at the couple games he played before he started kneeling, it wasn't great. It wasn't pretty. Well, that, that season it that wasn't. That season, yeah. But he, it was horrible. He, had, he went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. His rookie season, what did he do after no, that? No, nope, not his rookie not, season. Yeah, no. that was his first year playing on the 49ers. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. He backed up Alex Smith. Yeah, but he didn't Then Alex start. Smith and the 49ers went to an NFC Championship. Right. And then Colin Kaepernick came in. Right. And then Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers went to an NFC Championship. That's what I'm saying. And then the next year, they right. went to a Super Bowl. Yep. And you're telling well, what's me. What's he done since then? Well, okay. Trish with the what have you done for me lately listen, defense. That is Trish, exactly. Listen. What has he done? We're, we're falling into another. All right. Another, all right. Uh, we got to move to this, NBA here. Oh, God. It's real quick. I want to say, tell me how there's a world where Blake Bortles is a starting quarterback and Colin Kaepernick is Well, Blake isn't. Bortles is not a starting quarterback right now. It's Cody Kessler. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> R.I.P. Blake Bortles. Okay. All right. No, wait, who's that 49ers one. quarterback? Let me just get it real quick. Nick What's Mullins. That guy. Nick Mullins. I like that kid. He just put up nine points I against saw what he, Tampa I saw Bay. what he did. I saw the what he did. The worst defense in the NFL. I saw what he did. It was quite bad. Right. But I like okay. that kid. All right, time to move on. Well, I'm looking at these NBA standings. Somehow the Hawks and Suns have four wins apiece. So we're going to transition to the NBA now. Conference <laughs> standings currently sitting one through eight in the East. We got the Raptors, the Bucks, the, uh, the Sixers, the Pacers, Pistons, Celtics, Hornets, and Magic. That's right. The Orlando Magic currently possess a playoff spot. And in the West, we have the Clippers. The Clippers? The Clippers. They're in first. The Warriors, the Nuggets, the Thunder, the Grizzlies, the Blazers, the Lakers, the Spurs, Kings, and Mavericks are all tied for the eighth seed. For the eighth seed. Look this at LeBron is... there and his Lakers sneaking in. Oh, look at him. All right, John, what's your team this year that is currently in a playoff position that has surprised you the most? That's in a playoff position that's surprising Top me? Top eight. Well, give me one from the East first. Okay, in the East, one that's surprising me? I mean, obviously... I have no idea how the Magic are in this right now. Well, they're ten and eleven. They have a losing record. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to say that they're surprised. Why are they though. in it? Because Washington's bad. Nets are bad. Heat are bad. Knicks are bad. Bulls are bad. Cavs are god awful. Don't sleep on the Cavs. So they're four and fifteen. <laughs> the East run through the Cavs, man. Yep. I, I yep. understand where they're sitting right now, but don't sleep on the Cavs. Well, not think about it. They're only like six games out of a playoff spot. That's true. But... <laughs> Okay. No, and but. how many games are played? 82? Yes. Yeah, they got on. it. They got it. Yep. I mean, I guess the real story, like when you look at the East, though, is Toronto's still number one. Yeah, well, Milwaukee's, Milwaukee's can't, number can't two, though. Yeah. And then you look down, and Boston's at 11 and 10 in sixth place. Sixers are charging, too. Six, well, Jimmy Butler literally hit two game winners in a week from the exact same spot on the court. The exact same move. Exact same move. And so, you already know. I feel like... Honestly, looking at these standings, I would take out the wizard, the the magic, put in the wizards. I think you're looking at your playoff, your Eastern Conference playoffs. Well, I think I think seven, eight are totally up for grabs. The Heat could make a run and take that position. Hell, the Nets could make a run and take that position. Hell, the Cavs could make a run and take well, that position. Somehow, only six games out. So I guess yeah, it is possible. Kevin Love is out. Oh, oh, damn! Kevin hey, Love Kevin, is out. He's a hey, game changer, hey. man. Kevin Love's a great player. John, give me a surprisingly good team in the East. Team of surprises currently in the top eight. Uh, I think 
I think there's one that stands out. I mean, we already talked about the Magic, so not that. Cause they're also, they have a losing record. The Pistons. Yeah. Detroit Pistons. I mean, Blake Griffin has been they playing. They got, the, they got the two-man down low going with Drummond and Griffin. It's, it's the off-brand New Orleans Pelicans from last year, okay? You got Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. Blake Griffin can kind of shoot now. Let me just on... give you something here. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans are 10 and 11. That's 11th place in the West. Oh, okay. So 10 looks... and 11 in the East would mean a playoff spot. So the Pelicans are the off-brand Detroit Pistons. I'm sorry about that. Anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> Last year's Pelicans. They don't Last have the two big man down low anymore. I mean, don't they still got Randall and Miritic? Are they it's big? It's not the same Are they thing big as people? Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins, and you know it's not. That's true. <laughs> they're better. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yep, they're better. Yeah, well, apparently. Trish, do you know who Anthony Davis is? Do you know is? anything about basketball, Trish? Wait, wait, wait. Answer my... Do you know who Anthony Davis is? He's is got that the... that guy with the unibrow? Yeah. And he calls himself the brow? Yeah. I want to just say that I hate that man no. and everything he stands for. Do you know for? who Boogie Cousins is? I know Boogie. Okay. Now, now name your two people. For what? They've got two guys you just named. Oh. And tried to compare them to Boogie. Julius Randall. Do you know who that is? Julius Randall. Randall. Nope. Can't say I do. Nikola Miritic. Nikola Miritic. Is that the Greek freak? Nope. That's Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> I can't help you. Now, okay, so your surprisingly good team in the East is the Pistons. Your surprisingly bad team in the East, I'm guessing, is the Wizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's why are they surprisingly bad? Because they they have John Wall and Bradley Beal. Yeah, John Wall's a bitch. All right, <laughs> surprisingly good team in the West, John. Uh, I think you got to give that to either the Clippers or the Grizzlies. I don't know. It's like okay, it's got to be the Clippers. They're number one in the conference. Yeah, but when you look at the West, it's really like and the they Grizzlies have, were expected to be in last place. Like, you have to look one through eight in the West. You know, the eighth seed is there's a three-way tie for it right now. But literally, I think behind the first seed, there's it's like the eighth seed is three games back. So it's very tight right now. So the Clippers, they might be the one seed for now, but they could just as easily be the like you know, four seed in a week. You know, John, we're all acting like this matters. That's true. We, I mean, we all know what's going to happen come April, May, and yeah, June. The Golden we, State Warriors are going to go 12-0 in the I first three you. rounds of the playoffs. We and none of this is going to matter. I mean... You say that, but look at what Durant's doing right now. He's losing his head. Well, they won today. They just won, they like won last night. Right. I saw that they won. Durant's it doesn't change my opinion. They came back and beat the somehow playoff position holding Orlando Magic. I saw what happened? 476 win percentage okay. for the Orlando Magic. The Warriors playoff don't have top. Steph Curry or Boogie Cousins yet. Yeah, just wait till he comes back. They're starting who the hell at center? The Warriors? Damian Jones? Kevin Looney? <laughs> some Kevin some Looney. G League bums? Zaza I'm sorry. Petrullia. I'm sorry, Zaza Kevin Petrullia's Looney. Not there not listening to this, what, he left? He's been gone. Why did Zaza he, leave? He's on Detroit. No. <laughs> he's on Detroit. <laughs> he's the secret. No, Zaza. That was my guy. I loved his name. All right, now give me your surprisingly... I would say there's only one team in the West that's bad. Yeah. That's Phoenix. Everybody else is uh, like a game, game mm. and a half out of a playoff spot. No, I mean, you could definitely say Utah Jazz. That's is, a surprise. That's a surprise. But there's still only two games out of a playoff spot. Also, that's, the Rockets. The Rockets, but they're starting to come on. 
Yeah, but even though they did lose last night to Did you see the past three somebody. games? They lost yesterday to uh, the Wizards, That's believe it. it or not. Yeah, the, the, they lost to the, the Cavs. Bef- out of the East. They lost three in a row to the Pistons, the Cavs. Well, the and... Pistons currently hold a playoff spot, John, so bite your tongue. Yeah, but the Cavs, I mean, maybe <laughs> Trish is right. Maybe they are making a run. Trish you know? liked that for some reason. <laughs> Trish is a Cavs fan, I think. Right? All right, listen. I'm not a Cavs fan. I'm not really a fan of basketball but you're a as Cavs a whole. Fan. I'm just going to say I watch some games when I'm over my friend's house. and uh, Who? Whose house? Whose house? Sometimes your house. I have one the basketball game night, on a year. It's yeah, game seven night, of the NBA not, Finals. Uh, it's bet. Which is why there hasn't been one on Hold my house the last Hold your tongue, sir. Years. You had the Utah Jazz game on the other night. Oh, that's because that kid was from Utah. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> Utah Jazz game was on here, so I watched it. And when I go over like Jake's house, sometimes the game's on. Well, I think the surprising team out of the West is the Clippers. Well, hold on. I didn't get a chance. All right, he didn't. Okay, here. Trish had to say something, Trish Tony. Is, Trish's so. surprise is that the Warriors aren't 22-0 and 0 right that now. That is not true at all. What, I honestly think the Warriors are all flack. I don't think they got what everyone gives them. Now, that's that's a hot take right rings? there. Rings? They're uh, flack? No, listen. Because everybody gives them rings? Is that your argument? That's not my argument at all. Sounded like I that. honestly think, to to be completely true, it's going to be the Cavs against the Warriors again in the finals. That's a bold And take. that everyone is going to hold their tongue about LeBron being all the Cavs had. I understand right now it's not looking good. 4-15 and 15 is bad. But if they win a couple more games, they could be in the playoffs in that you division. See, now we're caught with the same scenario Trish just gave us last segment. This about is the, the Giants, Giants making scenario. the playoffs. <laughs> It's the same thing. No, this I, is much earlier in the season. Feel, the Cleveland Cavaliers can still we're pull something. We're saying the Cavs something. have to make the playoffs. You have to go through Toronto, Milwaukee, and Philly, and then Golden State in the West. I do I do think that Trish does have a point here because I feel like with certain teams in all the major sports, if they somehow make it to the playoffs, they'll some, they're going to somehow make a run. If the Cavs Cleveland make Cavaliers, to the eighth maybe. seed, right? I'm just saying, Tony, entertain me for this. If the Cavs you make mean, the eighth me, seed and they play the Toronto yeah. Raptors, they will get swept by yes. the Cavs, okay? Yes. And that's a whoa, fact. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Raptors will the get swept Raptors by the Cavs? The Raptors will get swept by the Cavs yeah, in four sure, games. I'm pretty sure you can put five on one Kawhi Leonard versus the whole Cavs team and the more, and the Raptors would still win. They cannot guard Kevin Love, and that's a fact. What, what, what makes facts? you think that? Did you, <laughs> did you watch the playoffs last year? That's, but that's because people had to guard LeBron. That's not at all why. That, even if that was the case, there still would have been like if Kevin Love didn't have any effect in the in that series, they wouldn't have won in four games. They would have won in like six. Okay, it was a sweep. They'll win in if not four games, five games. I'm saying it. I'm, and Trish, I'm with John Trish agrees with me. Yeah, I'm with John. Okay. I think Trish. if the Cleveland gets in, they're gonna win. So I think surprisingly bad team right now is Cleveland. I thought they'd be doing better at this point in the year. Let's be honest. I a lot of people, a lot of people before the season had a lot of hot takes saying, "Oh, LeBron didn't carry the Cavs. They can still make the playoffs without Kevin Love." There was a bunch. Dude, what of people. channel were you watching? Stephen A. Smith, man. Oh, okay. He gets in his. Oh, uh, fix the screen. Oh, nope, he gets in a mood and starts screaming. All right, and uh, for the West. Oh, also in the East, I just want to say, uh, trust the process. I think the 76ers are right where they should be. I think they should be a little higher even. That's what I think. Because I honestly think that that man, Joel Embiid, is ridiculous. He's ridiculous. Real quick, let's talk about Markel Fultz. Tony, what do you think? Who's Markel Fultz? He can't shoot. I know. What else you got to say about him? He can't friggin' shoot. 
So you're saying he's a bust? I'm not saying that. See a bum? I'm saying he's. You heard it here first, folks. Tony, Tony the tech guy. He's what the fourth he's best player on that team. Maybe fifth best player on that team. I wouldn't even say top ten. On hot what, take. On the Sixers. On the Sixers. The, the rosters are like twelve people. Like, go to the Sixers active roster right now. I will. I'm. T- I'm serious. So you say that Markel Fultz is not. This is just becoming a whole spew of garbage from John now. You're saying this. All right. Okay. Ben okay. Simmons. Top three, obviously. Embiid. Butler, Simmons, and Embiid. Yes. No, Embiid, Butler, and Simmons. I was just naming them. I wasn't okay. giving you an order, but yes, Embiid. Then Wilson Sim- Chandler. Embiid, Simmons, Butler. Wilson Chandler. TJ McConnell. Okay. That's five right there. Okay. Go down. Mike Muscala. <laughs> JJ Redick. Okay. Zaire Smith, he's like dead. He's not even playing. Probably still better, though. I think he can shoot. He can shoot. How are you going to get drafted first overall and not know how to shoot? You can shoot then for some reason. You just can't now. It's because he's in the NBA. I, listen, I'm just saying. No, it's because they changed up his shot. Welcome to the league. They changed up his shot. For Why? some reason. His trainer, Drew Hanlon, I am calling you out live on this podcast. You lied. You John, said his shot was fixed. John, we're not, not lying. You see him pump fake on that free throw a few weeks ago? Yeah, like he, he juggles the ball now and he shoots. I'm surprised like he wasn't involved in that Jimmy Butler trade. Like, That's just me. No, I heard Cleveland is just going to give him Kyle Cor- give them Kyle Corver for full straight up. Why would... Okay. Fultz has no value, Okay. He's got more value than Kyle Corver, doesn't he? Because is, what's, is what's Shake Markel Milton Fultz? good? Twenty. Where do you even see him? Shake Why Milton. is his first name Shake? <laughs> That's pretty dope. I like Shake that. Milton, number eighteen. He's a chocolate six milkshake, baby. <laughs> Shake Milton is a chocolate milkshake. You heard it here first. <laughs> Who are these people on this team? Also, <laughs> who's freaking Corkmaz? Oh, they're all better than Markel Fultz, according to you. This guy probably. A, this guy's a face on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. I don't like Wilson Chandler just because of that. I'm going to make my opinions based off of the pictures of these guys. Hot take. I I'm going to tell you right now, I think Shake John, Milton. John, you don't have to say hot take before making a hot take. <laughs> How will you know if it's hot or not? I'm going to say right now, Shake Milton is going to be the name of the league in about two years. All right. I don't know who he is. I don't John, know how he plays. I know you, over, over, uh, name, over under on Shake Milton's age. Over under? Show me his picture again. Oh, he's gone. Um, I'm going to say... He's under 30. Shake Milton. Shake Milton, under 30. See if I'm right. He's 22. <laughs> <laughs> Going to be the face of the league in a couple years. This season, he's averaging seven minutes per game, zero points. That's fine. That's Fultz numbers. <laughs> okay. He's going to be the face of the league. You heard it here first. I'm putting that out there. If I'm wrong... I'm wrong. I'm going to let you all know right now. I don't know anything about basketball. Markel Fultz hasn't played the last three games. But Markel Fultz is is averaging 22.5 minutes per game, 8.2 points per game, a field goal percentage of 41.9%, 28.6 from three. I don't know a lot, but those numbers don't look that bad. Three point looks bad. And 41.9 if that's a percentage. If that's a percentage, I'm going to give you all my opinion right now. On, John. I want the real stats. John. I want John. plus or minus. I want per. Plus or minus. I want everything, man. What's his net rating? <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? If you cannot make a free throw and you're in the NBA, 
You should not be in the NBA. Your job all day, all night, is to shoot a basketball and make it go in. If there is a time when you were standing on the line. He's been telling me this for the last four years. And there is no one guarding you. And all you have to do is throw the ball and get it in the basket. You should be 100%. There should be no question about that. That should be 100% every time. Shaq, what the heck was that? What was that, Shaq? (laughs) Why couldn't you make a single free throw? When you made a free throw, people were surprised. Now listen. Hack-a-Shaq was a thing he shot for 50%. a very long time. He shot 50%. I don't care what he shot that's, over his career. That's one he of every two. He shot 50%? So yeah. bad. I thought it was a lot lower than that. No, don't lower my voice. I'm just going to lower it myself. I wasn't lowering your All voice. Right, good. I was so surprised. Like, I, I am still surprised to this day that there are people in the NBA that you just know, oh, that guy can't make free throws. Why? If he can't make free throws, you're getting paid how many millions of dollars a year you can't make a free throw? Get on the line for an entire three days and just shoot free throws. So you realize, by the end of those gotta, three days, get moving here. I I don't care. I'm still going. By the end of those three days, you should be able to shoot and make a free throw with your eyes shut behind your back. This is ridiculous. The fact that we let this stand is ridiculous. If there were players in the NHL and they got to sit on the blue line and just shoot at the net, they'd be able to hit it. What what do you what is that what is a hand signal? Okay, John? well, I would just want to say I feel for my Atlanta Hawks. Vince Carter not doing Your well down there with four Hawks. wins. Uh, East is trash. There's three there's three teams in the NBA that are good. Let's be honest here. Which uh, the NBA sucks. Toronto, Golden State, and Seventy Sixers. I guess the Clippers, but Seventy Sixers. <laughs> they're okay. 76ers are awesome. But this is basically what the playoff position will be. I think the Wizards will sneak in, even though all the dysfunction in that organization. Magic's going to fall out because they're Orlando. And mm. in the West, the Lakers are going to move up to like four, the maybe Cavs five. Are end up winning. The Mavericks aren't. The Mavericks might sneak in. The Pelicans are going to fall off the pace. The Timberwolves might sneak in if Derrick Rose can keep putting up this impressive run that he's mm. putting up over the last like five, six games. D. Rosen? All right, so we're going to transition now to the National Hockey League. Oh, this is my place. Oh, and my bet is not going to happen with the Jets down one in the third <laughs> period. But I think there's only one real story we have to talk about here in the National Hockey League, and that is the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, my goodness, Buffalo the Buffalo Sabres. Sabres had the first overall draft pick last year. Yes, they did. They have won 10 straight now tonight after beating the San Jose Sharks in overtime. That never happens. 10 oh, straight overtimes. wins. They were winning before. one nothing going into the third. I think... This is a thing where across sports, you look at a way you want a team that's perennially bad, how you want to build the team. Mm-hmm. And even though it takes time, this is the point that every team wants to get to. Whether it's through trades, through good drafting, this is the point. And the Buffalo Sabres are finally at that point after like a seven-year-long rebuild. The two models in the NBA and NHL when it comes to rebuild are the Buffalo Sabres and the Philadelphia 76ers. And while the Sixers have had playoff appearances, and I believe the Sabres will make the playoffs this year, Mm -hmm. it's being able to prove it there. And the Sabres are a young team led by Sam Reinhart and Rasmus Dahlin, players who are younger than 23 years old. So they're going to have this core for a long time. And 
the Sabres are finally back to that point with their team to be reckoned with in the Eastern Conference. I think Trish agrees with that. I think I can't are, wait to see them come to town and play the Devils. They're going to be a force to reckon with, but I think you're putting a lot of faith in a team very early in the season. You look at a lot of teams at the beginning of the season and where they're at now, it's a completely different world. Well, you look at the Devils started off 4-0, and the only reason I bring them up is because I'm a huge fan, and I was crushed to see how the season has gone since that 4-0. Well, the it's, Sabres actually started off worse than this. I I understand that. They started out bad, now they're, now they're making their way up. But I think it's still it's November. You know, the the playoffs aren't until pretty yeah. much the spring. So it's we're still far way off. And uh, let's just all take a look at that Vegas Golden Knights score right now. Oh, my. 8-2 with seven minutes left. In Let's talk about the Golden the Knights period. for a minute. Talk yeah. about, like, a dream team. The Golden Knights come into the NHL last year, not a team. Mm-hmm. They come in, draft lottery. They just take whoever they want. That that each... guy, the guy they drafted, all, they had, like, three picks in the first round. None of them played last year. Yeah. None it's, of them. It's nuts. Golden Knights come in. They're a team they shouldn't win. Every team that's come into the NHL up to this point has made absolutely no waves. That I think there was a team that didn't win more than 14 games their entire yeah, season. Yeah, it's the 70-something Washington Capitals. It's the worst year in NHL history. It's uh, really bad. Like and nine wins. Then you look at the Golden Knights coming in and winning as many games as they did and going as far as they did in the playoffs. Top team in the Western Conference. And then going all the way up to the Cup and then losing. It was surprising, but it it showed that the Golden Knights are here to play. They're not here to be messing around. They want the Cup. And I think that this year, even though their record's not great, I'm not sure what it is 100%, but... They're starting to move up. They're start, they 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 have made up for their slow start at the beginning of the season. It's, it's uh, they, they just beat San Jose a few games ago, 6 nothing. Yeah, like I said, uh-huh. it's early in the season to tell anything right now. And this this has to be disappointing, especially for the Chicago Blackhawks. Rough start, team that was a perennial contender. Now firing their head coach early on in the season. This Earlier this week, making waves with a huge trade with the Arizona Coyotes. Some thought bad trade on the part of the Coyotes giving up uh, Strom, who was a very high pick a few years ago. People thought Blackhawks won that trade outright. It, it's going to take some games to tell, but not a promising start here for the Chicago Blackhawks in the uh, in the Dylan Strom era. But it looks like Vegas has returned to their form. Uh, another point around the NHL today, Flyers lost 4-3. Flyers fired their general manager yesterday. Saw that. For having um, differences in the direction of the belief yeah, that the, the team Flyers should go. did not like their GMs. That's what so happens when you have no goaltending to build around. They gave them the boot. Uh, Speaking talk of... Is, talk is now that the Flyers head coach might be on the hot seat because he was a product of Hextall, but that's usually what happens when you change regimes. You see it in the NBA. General manager gets fired. Head coach is usually next. Have they hired an interim G- GM for the meantime? Uh, the president, the yet? president of hockey operations, announced that he will be taking over. Really? For good? No, just till. Okay. I I have a feeling it's gonna be at least for the rest of this season. Now I they may be alone in this, but I think they should start looking at uh, some former U.S. Uh, 
cabinet holders, and they should try to find one of them. Condoleezza Rice, you're saying, should be up for Condoleezza the... Condoleezza uh, Rice should be up for the They should the take GM the Cleveland spot. Browns initiative and uh, go for the former Did U.S. Secretary about that? of State. Did you hear how it turned out to be a hoax and that they were never actually You know it definitely wasn't a hoax. Rice. You That'd know the Browns were serious about it. Hysterically Condoleezza funny. Rice. You know you the Browns You didn't hear about that, Josh? No, I heard about that, but okay. do you think that was serious, Trish? Most definitely. You, that that would have th- been It was great. definitely serious from the Browns until everybody started making fun of it. Then everybody's like, oh, I don't know. no, we didn't mean to do that. That's that was just a joke. That was, I don't know who'd put that. Yeah, I, I, I don't did. know. Uh... Like I, I honestly thought it was a hoax because I does she have an interest in football? I have no she idea. Does. She She's does. She's actually real big into football and she knows her stuff apparently. Huh. I just want to talk about uh, back on to the NHL. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Me and uh, uh, Tech Guy Tony over there have a disagreement quite often about the Devils and uh, their goaltending this season. Mm-hmm. So if we look at the two goaltenders that the Devils currently possess that uh, Tony likes to call uh, goaltender 1A and goaltender 1B. Uh, one has been somewhat hot from last season into this season. Has not been hot the last 10 games. Hasn't been doing that great recently, but has been doing better than the other goaltender that we have that has not won a regular season game since December of last year, has won one playoff game, and that is the goaltender that Tech Guy Tony thinks should be our starter. That goaltender is Corey Schneider. Well, I, I love I, the man to death. I have an argument for this, and yeah, I like to hear it. I believe what the New Jersey Devils should do before this season completely starts to go off the rails, because that's what it's looking like. Trade Corey Schneider. Is trade Keith Kincaid. Keith Kincaid. Because, listen for the argument. Go ahead. He's going to leave after this season. You think so? Yes. Why? Because we're not going to have the money to pay him. We have the because most cap gonna... space in the NHL. Yes, but we still have yet to pay Hall. We still have yet to pay Heischer. We still have yet to play Butcher. And we still have yet to play Vatnin. That's true. And Do you think that's what but uh, just, just our wait. GM is saving the cap space for? Yeah, most definitely. Okay. And it's a typical thing of the sell high, buy low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keith Kincaid is... Your run of the mill sell high right now. Mm-hmm. Whereas Corey Schneider has zero trade value. That's true. Like with Keith Kincaid, you could probably snag at least a second round pick or a top four defenseman for him. Which That'd the Devils, nice. which a, a top four defenseman might be able to solve our problems while Schneider gets back mm-hmm. into a groove for the rest of the season. Our problem right now, though, is if we trade Keith Kincaid right now, who would we put in the goal? We got to let Schneider start to get in a groove. Schneider, he tried. We put him down in the AHL, and he only won. What, he only two games? played because he only played. He only played. He played three games. Yeah. For a goalie to get in the groove, it takes four or five games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Corey Schneider had no training camp. Corey Schneider had no preseason. I understand that, but that doesn't allow for the display we've seen so far from him this season. But you can't expect that with a goalie who is used to playing seven, eight, nine games in a row, and then saying, "Hey, we're going to play you once every seven games." You can't do that. It's going to mess with the guy's His confidence may be messed with, but what he should really do is sit sit down and be like, all right, I'm not playing the way I should be. He should be practicing harder. He should be – when everyone else is leaving, look at Brian Boyle. That man is the last man off the ice every single every single practice. He's, Who do you think he's shooting on? Uh, I don't know. Schneids. Do you think so? I know so. How do you know? I've seen it. You've seen it where? I've seen the pictures posted from practice. Practice. Uh-huh. All right. Well, you got a problem with my hat on my knee. But it's trade while the value's high before it. I before don't know. the Devils lose the next ten games and 
I Neither don't of these are going to the gonna... future. It's going to be which one gives you the best chance to win now. What's and their if record Keith right Kincaid, now? They're eight, ten, and one. Eight, ten, and four. And if Keith Kincaid is just going to walk next season, you might as well trade him before the Devils are twenty and thirty at the trade deadline. Yeah. I don't know. I think Keith Kincaid just needs to find his groove. I think the whole team needs to find their groove. They were in it at the beginning of the season. I'd we rather have Schneider find his groove than Keith Kincaid because I trust Corey Schneider more. I know you trust Corey Schneider more, but if we look at his recent record, it's not as good as Keith Kincaid's. And if we look at where Keith Kincaid is going currently, if the whole team, can, they play better in front of him. I don't know what it is. I don't know if the team doesn't like Corey, which I highly doubt because they all seem like pretty tight-knit guys. Uh, I don't know if it's just they assume that Corey's better so they can play a little worse in front of him or if it's just coincidence that is befalling poor Corey Schneider. But when the team's in front of Keith Kincaid, they play better. And it's sometimes really noticeable, like at that 4-0 start, and it's sometimes not as noticeable. Like oh. when they let really horrible shots get in front of we, Corey Schneider gotta, that they don't let get in front of Keith Kincaid. we got to start moving on to ending this show here soon. Oh, I want to leave you with... I want to ask you one question here. Go ahead. The back-to-back that was recently played. The Devils played Tampa Bay and Florida. Mm -hmm. Do you think it was Schneider who should have started the Tampa Bay game? Uh, I don't know. I think Schneider should have played against Florida because Florida is the worst team. And it would have been somebody just to to, to build confidence back up instead of getting lit up by Tampa Bay the way we did. That's very true. Tampa Bay was a very crushing defeat. It wasn't even that... it was, it, bad was, it was bad the way it ended. It was horrible. With Vatnin scoring on his own net. Yes, and... that was bad. And that's what I'm talking about with the teams playing better in front of Kincaid than Schneider. Weird stuff like that happens in front of Schneider. It doesn't usually happen as often in front of Kincaid. And let's talk about how much the pipes love Kincaid for some reason. Anytime someone takes a shot on Kincaid, well, that, that it ha- rings off the that pipes. That has to do with... His stance and the angles they try to pick on Kincaid because of the way he is. He he gets really lucky with it. And, uh, you know, I think that this team needs to practice three-on-three drills. If they don't, yeah, they, have, bad. they have no no hope. Oh, looks at that. Uh, Tony's uh, win by two for yeah, the Jets didn't the go Jets anywhere. Lo- Jets just lost to the Penguins 4-3. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the last segment of the show here, the inaugural show. Trisha's picks. Of our podcast. Which the name escaped. Too many men. <laughs> the one episode the already put on the name we of have the a, show. John, did you ever find a pen the over there? Like I asked you. I told you there were no pens on the desk. Oh, next John, to me. what are we doing? Uh, where's your marker? You sniff. Oh, you know what? Don't grab the good marker. Wait, grab the bad marker. Yeah, no, it's John. Man. John. John, up there. Hey, there's a big sharpie. sharpie. Nope. That's, nope. That's there you go. This is a sharpie. You can't use a sharpie to All write right. on. Here we go. Why can't you use a sharpie it's to bleed through the paper? You're gonna bleed through the paper. Oh, All right, we're going to make some picks here for week 13 of the NFL season. I'm excited. And uh, Let me go first. It's going to be a head-to-head against... Well, it's going to be a three-way head-to-head. No, you don't get upset because you actually in. pay attention. John pays attention. John doesn't pay attention nearly as much as you do. To what, football? Yeah. That's, that's bullshit, you know it. Really? Mm-hmm. You want to make you want to make a bet on you that? You want to bet on that? I bet you Tony does better than you in these picks. I guarantee you I do better than John. See? John's stupid. Exactly my point. Right. I'm in. We'll All right, Tony's in. This marker's dead. <laughs> oh, God, you sniffed it to death. And he doesn't even like the smell of that one. All right, well. You're not using the other one. The other one's too precious. 
John, um, give us a John, give us a week thirteen preview of the NFL. Tell us who's playing. Tony, pull All out right. your phone, put on notes. So first things first, Thursday, November 29th, you have the Saints playing the Cowboys in <laughs> Dallas. Now I feel like looking at that, pretty obvious, don't you think, Trish? Yeah, definitely obvious. Yeah, Saints. Saints. Saints yeah. all the Saints way. Saints all the way. Tony. Tony. All right, John. Thank you for that Thursday night football preview. And the Saints are going to kill the Cowboys. Yeah, it's gonna. It's mm-hmm. not even gonna be close. So we are all in agreement. We're here. all in agreement here. Yep. Everyone's picking the Saints right. for Thursday night. All right. All right, John, just run down that list because there's a lot of teams on there. Just name your picks, and uh, Tony will write them down, and then I'll go through and name mine, and then Tony will write those down, and then Tony will just write down his and t- say them out loud. Wait, this is how we're doing this. Come All right. Oh, boy. Let, let uh, Tony the first game decide. Is, on Sunday is Ravens at Falcons. Trish? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Ravens. John? I'd have to say the Ravens. I am also going Baltimore. Oh. We are looking like we're going to be tied here after this week. Oh, <laughs> Second game, Panthers at Buccaneers, 1 o'clock on Fox. You know who I'm going with. Trish. Fitzmagic and the Buccaneers. Who is probably Fitzmagic not plays. playing. That's the first upset we've picked of the week. John. All right, Panthers. Yeah, that's where, I'm, that's where I'm going Please. to. The Bucs are on the roll. And the Box next game on Sunday, one o'clock on Fox, is the Giants uh, at the Bears taking on the Bears oh, at the home. Bears at the Giants, I think the Giants are gonna win that game. To be honest with you. Versus the Giants. Odell's hungry. Eli's hungry. The whole team's hungry. I think you gotta go with the Bears. John has the Bears. I have the Giants too, but that's picking that's, with your heart right there, not yeah. with your mind. I wrote down Bears. I meant to put Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's how much. That's where your mind that's how was. how much hurt my heart. I was doing it. <laughs> one o'clock on CBS. We got the Bills taking on the Finns in Miami. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to give that one to the Bills. Trish goes Bills. Is Tannehill playing? I believe so. Uh, you gotta give the nod to Dolphins for me. That's who I'm taking. Which every time I bet against the Bills this season, it has not gone my way. Everyone else plays. You probably bet scared? against the. Them when the this Vikings is the game I want to really focus on. The Colts at the Jaguars. The Jaguars are starting their backup quarterback and without their starting running back. Okay. Earlier in the week, they were given a line of minus three and a half in favor of the Colts. I hammered it. I put to... 50 bucks on the Colts to win this game. I believe that was a good bet because I'm going to say the Colts as well. And same for me. Uh, I think that the Jags don't have a chance, and if they win, that would be absolutely wild. So we got Indy across the board. Next game, 1 o'clock on CBS. We've got the Browns at the Texans. I'm going to go with the upset, the Browns. Ooh, I think Cleveland. I think the Cleveland's hot right now, and uh, I think they're going to keep and going. And let me just remind you that Fireman Trish's picks are so hot. Mm-hmm. hot he puts them out. Yeah. They're on fire. John, who do you have in the Browns-Texans game? I'm choosing the even hotter Texans who have won eight in a row as of this moment. John claims the Texans are hotter than Trish's picks. I also have the Texans. <laughs> You guys are going to be shocked come next uh, next week. I, I sincerely I hope so. <laughs> uh, 1 o'clock on CBS, we got the Broncos taking on the Bengals in Cincinnati. The Andy Daltonless Cincinnati Bengals. AJ Green might play, though. Easy pick Oof. for worst game of the day. Trish? Uh, I'm going to have to say the Broncos, then, because that's just upsetting. Andy Dalton's out. I say Broncos as well. And I'm going – we got Denver across the board here. And then – 
The next game. <laughs> Not even a contest. Yeah. Another bad game. The One Rams. o'clock on five. This is going to be a bad weekend for football. The Rams, Rams are going to destroy the Rams Lions. Rams are in Detroit. What's a home game for Detroit? I understand that. Rams are going to wreck the Lions. Trish says the Rams. It's going to be at least. If they can put up 50 against John, Rams. KC. John's got LAR. That's not even a question. And I'm going to go Rams, too, because... And then Matt stupid. Patricia's going to come up with some cliche on why they yeah. lost the game in the press mm. conference after. Then <laughs> 1 o'clock on Fox, we have another bad one. The Cardinals at Green Bay. Yeah, that's pretty Trish easy. is going with For me, the Aaron Rodgers in the pack. Cheeseheads, baby. Yeah. You got it. I think that's the safe pick. Yeah, I'm Give going me with the Packers. Packers as well. A lot of safe picks on this one. A lot of... Easy matchups, I think, right? That's what it looks like. And then 405 on CBS, we got the Chiefs is, at the Raiders. This is just awful. The Chiefs, man. So maybe Mahomes will break that touchdown record. Pat, just give me the Chiefs. This to be the He's week to gonna, do it. He's going to do it. Nobody likes the Raiders, huh? At home? The black hole? No. Okay, I'm taking the Chiefs, too. <laughs> we got 4 o'clock on CBS. We got the Jets at the Titans. I think Ooh, the Jets are going to win. I hate to do it to them. But... Trish wants the Jets. I do. I think that the Jets are really... Is Darnold They're underestimated back? this year. Is, he, is, is, Darnold, I, I is, Dar- is Sam Darnold okay? Is, we need to know. Sam, are you okay? But, uh, does it even matter at that Sam, point? Sam, are you dead? <laughs> Questionable. Sam they Darnold, don't even know if he's going to practice Wednesday. Say Sam Darnold dead, question mark. Nathan so it's continuously right, right now, optimistic right, on Darnold. Right, that says Namath. Right now, we're con- that's a fine. What did yeah. I say? Right now, we're continuously going. We're what looking at... You said Nathan. Oh. So right now... Uh, it's looking like the Sam Darnold-less New York Jets at the Tennessee Titans. Then I have to... Still like the Jets? Yep. I have to pick the Titans. I'm taking Tennessee. <laughs> Watch. I'm going to get everything 100% correct. Y'all are going to be crying to me. Nobody's going to be Come doing Come to the that. next show. Trisha's going to go 0-16. Oh, really? No. If I go 0-16, then you guys only get like three. Now we got the, the Niners at the Seahawks. 425 on Fox. Trish? Uh, I'm going to say something a little wild here. 49ers. Oh oh, sh- he took the Niners. Nick, Mo- Nick Mullins, you think he's going to have a bounce back game, I take it? I think so. Bounce I think, back game, man. I he think sucks. that his last game was a wake-up call. That wake up everything call ain't, ain't <laughs> as what? easy in the NFL <laughs> as he Dude, thought it would be. he's lost the last two weeks. That's fine. A wake-up game to what? Wake up to what a wake up to that, doing. you know, they should... Okay, you're tank. taking the Niners. John, yep. what are you taking? I'm taking the Hawks. Yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks, too. I think you there's guys. no way that the Niners walk into CenturyLink Field and beat the Seahawks. Tony, scared money doesn't make money. I just want to put that No, but smart right money does. No, it doesn't. We got the Vikings at the Patriots, 425 on Fox. This oh, might be one finally, of the best games of the finally day. Finally, a good game. A good game. Pats are going to win. You got the Pats? Uh, uh, That's easy for me. No, come on. Pats are going to win their home. Yeah, I'll say Pats. It's Foxborough. I think the Pats have looked a little shaky the last few weeks. I'm taking the Vikes. Really? I don't trust You Viked that. What? You Viked that. Right. Skull. It's not like they can start the Skull chant. Why can't they? It's because they're not home. So? So you know that away crowd ain't going to do it. They're going to throw beer on them before they do that. You know if the Patriots win, they're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. All right. Uh, 820 on NBC. Chargers at the Steelers. I think the Steelers are going to win it. Why you say that, Trish? Steelers are home. Uh, they got Big Ben still. 
And I love Big Ben. Even Trish's though argument pick. of the Steelers at home is invalid because didn't the Steelers get – oh, no, they blew out Carolina. Yeah. They didn't get blown out. Yeah, but. did you see that game? Yeah. Everyone thought Carolina was going to beat the Steelers, and then the Steelers went, nah. I had money on Carolina that game. You did? Not oh, in my that? house. No, no, no. So yeah. Chargers at Steelers, John? I'm going to have to say Steelers. I think they're going to learn from last week and give Connor those touches that he needs on the ball. I believe that the Chargers keep pace – with the Vikings, not uh, with the, uh, the, chi- with the uh, Chiefs, and they, they win. win. Uh-huh. And then the Monday night game, we have the Redskins, the Redskins in Philly. 8-15, Monday night, ESPN. I'm going to have to say Eagles like we were talking about earlier. I yeah. don't think the Redskins are anything special. John? Yeah, Eagles. Eagles across the board, and that's it. So that concludes... First episode. It felt good. Too many men podcast. That felt good. Trish, anything you want to leave us with leaving? Uh yeah. I just want to say that Stop playing with that. I am a huge uh NHL fan and everything I say about the NFL or the NBA uh right now may see a little outlandish, but I will learn more. Give me about... a hot take before we go. Oh boy. Everyone has a hot take before we go. That's that's our new thing. Oh boy, my hot take, the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to bounce back huge in the next couple of weeks okay. and we're going to see a team that looks like they have LeBron but does not and they're just going to throw up giant middle fingers at LeBron okay <laughs> my hot take yes your hot take John Bucks and six against Golden State John with his NBA finals prediction <laughs> yep my hot take uh looking at this my Hot take is that Kirk Cousins will throw for 450 yards on Sunday. Wow. Wow. Big numbers. Well, that concludes Too Many Men. Yes, Hope it does. Hope you'll tune in to us next week when we come back here and we just we'll talk about all the awful week. picks that we made. Because <laughs> with our luck, there'll be like 80 ties, and that'll be it. That'd be wild. All right. So all that's right. Uh, Tony, Trish, and John signing off now. Trish, you want to say bye to the audience? Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>